Hi guys and welcome back. Hi guys, um, how's your guys' week been? Because mine's been kind of stressful but um, I know a lot of people are going back into like offices and back to school and stuff like that so I guess um, it might be a bit you know stressful. Um, this weekend there was like a close family friend's wedding um, and basically we were at like you know like um, the minor stuff um, and they give out like the sugar bag things with like um, sugar body and semi and shit like that um basically my grandma was like um oh these bags are really nice like the bags they had because everything was like really nice and color coordinated and they had a really nice kind of red and gold theme and everything looked really really nice um and she's like um and i was like me who was like no way um and I was like what um and I was like no way Pedro um that is not happening um and I don't think she understand what what I said or because clearly no way means no way anyway she was like um um like what and then this random auntie was like nay chunni anch tere maal lunch le juke sare te punje khilaad doge like whatever and i was like what like i said no way to all of you guys like everyone else was laughing and i just got my bsc complete can we actually believe that can we actually believe that um so yeah like Never again am I going to anyone's wedding because these aren't here getting too many ideas and being annoying and it's embarrassing and everyone was laughing and um yeah I just got my basically complete like basically then then we went um uh then I went retail park um and all of like the good shops have closed down I swear to you there's literally like no good shops in retail park anymore and they've moved the stores around which i don't like um and literally i'm literally like walking ages and ages thinking where's the freaking store because i can't find it and i'm like it's a bigger like it was literally in the weirdest place i don't like the layout and they literally have nothing nice in so i was like really disappointed um but then like i went to wilco and um like got lots of like cleaning stuff so yeah um and then I think I was like talking to Nitho about um cleaning and housework and stuff and she was like oh no point having a dog and barking yourself and I was like why has everybody been doing my BSD this week like literally like I don't even want to talk to anyone because everyone's been doing my BSD like la la ke BSD it's like embarrassing oh and then when we we're at the thing i was actually like oh i want a new family because like all you guys are like mean and laughing at me and doing my bestie and then my dad was like they didn't know me family then and i'm like what like there'll be loads of people that want me in their family like 
people better than you guys like I'm sorry like you guys are embarrassing it's so embarrassing and it's like other people find it funny but I'm just like mortified like I feel like a little kid basically basically anyway um then oh and and guys guess what so I got a haircut basically but it's like really really short and I'm kind of freaking out um it's like really 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 short and like more than I probably wanted um I'm kind of having like a freak out about it um it'll probably last a week but yeah I'm literally like getting used to it so literally this is like the shortest I've had it since like year four maybe year five like it's like shoulder length basically um but I don't know it just it's weird and I'm like where's the rest of it because yeah I literally was like telling my mum how much I was going to get cut off and she obviously didn't really say anything she's like yeah that's fine and then when I was like oh I don't know if this is a bit more shorter than I really wanted and she was like I was gonna say something at the time but then I was like I don't want to interfere and like do dokadaki and I'm like you could have said something if you thought it was like I wouldn't like it but you know whatever it's fine and she's like oh pro out you'll be fine like get over it like storm in a teacup kind of situation um but yeah basically so I'm doing like song of the week and this week's song is like a song that I'm currently kind of listening to and it is by the Bee Gees and it's how deep is your love so that is this week's song so you guys should listen to it if you haven't um but yeah so Today's episode is actually going to be like a true crime kind of thing. Um, I thought it would be interesting. So if you don't like murders or might be freaked out by gruesome or disturbing things, um, this is like a trigger warning so you can kind of stop listening here. Although I won't make it as gruesome because I have to kind of um, research it and stuff. So hopefully for those of you listening it's not that actually that bad but um yeah so if you don't want to listen to it you can stop here and that is completely fine so for those of you that stayed okay thank you for joining me um I hope you guys enjoy I thought I'd do kind of something like true crimey um I thought it'd be a bit different but interesting um so this week I thought why not start with a good old a good old um English true crime type thing why not start in England um we are discussing Fred and Mary Rose West um like from kind of soulmates to soulmates I thought I would do one with um a female murderer because I think I always say the women's can do anything as good or even better than guys I mean I think it's like fair game to be to be honest so I actually thought okay she was quite a notorious female murderer um along with like you know there's so many others but but I mean there was a time where um women were less likely to get convicted for murders because um male juries had 
a harder time believing. So, like, this is, like, really back in the day, really, really, really back in the day, when they used to have all-male jerrys, and these all-male jerrys couldn't really process or believe that a woman could commit murder, um, just because, like, obviously you have, like, typical housewife kind of roles, and um, even women in the workforce was kind of like a, oh, like, guys don't think women could have done the same jobs as, like, them, or like to the same standard as them but um so it was really like a good thing bad thing I mean good thing if you were the murderer and you didn't want to get convicted um because like I said they had a really really hard time believing that some of these female females could actually commit murder but a bad thing if you know you were one of their victims um but yeah so I thought, you know, why not um, do something that uh, is a bit more different and a bit more interesting. Um, so yeah, so basically let's start off with Fred West. So I'm kind of doing it in a, like a summary thing. There's a lot of information out there um, if you guys do want to have a bit more of an in-depth look. But um, like I said, I'm going to do kind of more of a summary because I think it's a bit less boring that way um so when he was younger obviously he did suffer abuse from like his mother and his um father especially during his younger years um I think this already kind of presents like a toxic environment kind of household where I think um there is almost this kind of like trauma attached to it so he would often, you know, go, um, hunting with his father, um, you know, that's already this kind of predisposition to violence, like, especially towards animals and stuff, so I think this kind of brings in the whole kind of nature of nurture, like, how people are conditioned to behave, um, I'm saying, like, people... I don't think people are conditioned to be murderers but I think when there are kind of um parents that nurture violent tendencies such as like hunting and stuff um I'm not saying every one of them is a murderer but I'm thinking like the fact that you can take the life of an animal especially at a very young age I think um or it is okay to you know, treat people in this kind of violence, kind of, um, and stuff like that, it kind of really, I think, already kind of sets them up for this kind of, not a murderer, but, like, at least not a very nice person in terms of respecting other people and stuff like that. This kind of, um, obviously, like I said, not everyone, but... Um, he also got into a car accident where he had a metal plate operated into his head. Um, after this accident, he began to have more violent outbursts um, and like more kind of violent tendencies. There are actual studies that actually show um, correlations between kind of acts of violence and certain kind of undesirable behaviours. Um, they can be linked to brain injuries and abnormalities of the brain. Um, I think I remember like 
I can't remember what it was exactly, but um, people with a overactive prefrontal cortex were more like likely to be violent. Um, and they kind of um did a study with people's like brain scans and stuff like that. Um. Also, if you're interested in, um. Remember, let me see if I can find it. Okay, so the study you want to look at is Rain et al. So it's basically normally how you spell rain, but with an E, basically. Um, and that's a study where they kind of looked into um, MRIs of murderers and stuff. That's more kind of psychology part, but I'm not going to kind of get into that. Um, not necessarily linked to this case, but linked to kind of murderers in general um the other thing nature v nurture definitely if you're kind of interested in that um you could look into like twin studies they do a lot of twin studies um i can't think of any off the top of my head but there are twin studies where they kind of see kind of how much is actually nature aka like people's genetic makeups how much is like biological factors aka like you know um uh like brain injuries and stuff like that and how much is um nurture like people's upbringing and stuff like that it's really interesting because I think just to think there may be like a genetic kind of thing that you're already predisposed to without even knowing like just because you're born into that personally personally um my no one in my family is a murderer thank god um but personally i know my family genetics has big noses mm, minus my mom who's like oh my nose is small i'm like okay go sit over there with your small nose because the rest of us have a big nose all of us have like big noses um that's like a family kind of thing um uh one of us really bad drivers it's a genetic thing like i'm i'm 100 sure it's genetic all of us are bad drivers and what else oh we're, we're all really short that's that's the other one like like that's a family thing like jj mills is really short um my brother is taller than jj mills but he's like 5 11 and he's like the tallest so everyone's really really short um i'm like 5 3 like everyone's like really short has a big nose bad driving um well bad teeth oh yeah we i've actually had braces my aunts had braces like majority of my cousins had braces like we have not very good genetics clearly um and no one's really smart like all of us are pretty pretty averagey so oh and no one's really talented either so yeah that's like predisposition to genetics and stuff so anyway so yeah well to be fair um i've got two thighs in london and they're quite short too and my dad's like the tallest out of them and my judger so maybe like i beat the system because i'm taller than all my boys so sort of basically yeah i'm taller than them so i i beat the system just about but i'm still 5'3 so i don't i don't know how that works um 
anyway moving on this is not who's tallest than who um so where were we literally forgotten where we were okay so like nature v nurture obviously um the accident has obviously caused some sort of injury um that has resulted in his kind of heightened violent demeanor but obviously his upbringing by his like parents and stuff and the kind of toxic environment he's raised in and what he's learned you know, in his childhood, is also responsible for his kind of, you know, behaviour. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because he ended up, um, you know, being disowned by his family and, you know, he ended up um, marrying Catherine... Costello, um, who was actually already pregnant with um, someone else's child, but Fred actually like took this child on as his own, which was Charmaine. But obviously, you know their you know, marriage was kind of not the best. Um, obviously, Fred's behaviour was, you know, still the same. And I think he had another kid with her called Anne-Marie as well. Um, yeah. Then he ended up moving to Gloucestershire. Um, and he ended up being in a relationship with, um, Anna McFall, um, because he ended up leaving, um, Catherine. So it's kind of interesting how he's not really had any stable family life. He's not had any kind of stable relationship um he's not really had any stable job or any kind of stable kind of connections um and it is kind of interesting how you know that stability in his life wasn't there um and at one point um i'm pretty sure he would hang around like the local bus stop all of like bus station, like bus station and um like kind of scout out Rosemary, who was like twelve years younger than him, which is it's just kind of pervy, isn't it? Really. It's a bit like mm, a bit weird. Um I'm pretty sure she was like underage, but um that's just anyway, so Rosemary, obviously, similar kind of situation with household. She came from um, an abusive, toxic household, especially, like, her father, who was quite um, aggressive and stuff like that. Um, she was obviously, you know, abused, like, sexually and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, you kind of think about it. It is kind of sad, 
but um it's like yeah basically um her mother had actually received like electroconvulsive therapy um when um rosemary was like in the womb i guess um because she had like depression so i guess that could have been a reason um in terms of like biological kind of factors because I think she was quite slow is kind of the the word I'm gonna use like she wasn't as um smart as other children her age um and you know I think that once, like, I guess, like, if a kid is kind of struggling to learn, I think if you have a supportive kind of, like, family and friends and teachers and stuff, it is easier for them to improve and actually, like, begin to understand. But obviously, her parents, like, didn't really care, um weren't nice people um and you know I think that just kind of made it harder I think that also makes it easier for people to like prey on kind of victims because I guess you know she was quite young when she met Fred um but so obviously you can kind of see he's like a predator I guess like in kind of modern day we would see him as a predator but um Rosemary's father did not like him and did not want her seeing him or any guys in general, um, whether they were her own age or older or anything like that. Um, I guess that can be like a controlling thing, but like I said, toxic family, a bit weird, but you know. Um, so she ended up um, becoming pregnant with his kid um he was like heather and you know she also had kind of um violent tendencies and you know as mentioned before he had two kids prior one that was not his but like someone else's um aka charmaine and the other one who was anna who was like his kid with his um wife like his first wife um and she didn't like caring for them um and treat them badly obviously in 1971 um she decided to kill Charmaine basically um not only that um it was like she killed Charmaine but Fred is the one who buried the kind of body um in the kitchen floor and then 1971 again um Catherine aka Fred's first wife um came looking for Charmaine and obviously um she kind of disappeared um 
but when they found her body, obviously the kind of um, MO is similar to what Fred and Rosemary, um, kind of, you know, how they killed their victims. Um, and they suspect that Fred is the one to have killed her. So he, you know, basically killed his first wife. Anyway, the, Fred and Rosemary ended up um, getting married and they had this kind of weird, um, like, prostitution ring kind of going. So obviously um, they were having kind of an expansion, they were having more kids and stuff, so they moved to Cromwell Street um, in Gloucester um, which actually became known as the House of Horrors and that's where the police um, found like the bodies and stuff like that. I'm not going to get into that because that's kind of gory but um, so yeah so that's where they carried out their rapes, murders, shady businesses, whatever. Um, and I think the audio for some reason um, went really weird. So basically, yeah, that's where they had their kind of shady business deals on Cromwell Street. And like I said, that's where the police found the bodies. She gave birth to seven children, but only three were actually Fred's. Um, and like I said, during this kind of time um, on Cromwell Street, they had um, a lot of whether it was like people that worked for them or like were in the area of kind of that Gloucester area near Cromwell Street, um, those were kind of their potential victims. Um, and there was a lot of, there's like a whole list of um, young women um, who, you know, were victimised by both Fred and Rosemary and it wasn't just one of them who was killing and um kind of assaulting them like they were like tortured and um raped some of them were raped some of them were tortured um and you know like I said they ended and eventually they all kind of ended up being murdered and um being kind of buried um like near the house or like in the kind of cellar of of the house um so basically like i said for a long period of time these kind of you know killings whatever went kind of unnoticed um and fred and rosemary went unnoticed by the police um it was only when kind of I think Heather had told her friend um about the kind of abuse she actually ended up being strangled to death by you know Fred and Rosemary aka mum and dad and basically the way I think the way they got exposed was that one of um, their daughters had told her friends um, about, you know, Fred um, 
sexually abusing her and this was in nine may of 1992 so that's almost like a good like two decades that they were you know um committing murders before they got caught um and basically the police were able to obtain a warrant to search the house um on the basis of um kind of evidence for child abuse um and fred was arrested for um rape and sodomy of a minor and rose was arrested as an accomplice um while um you know this was happening um fred was in you know custody of the police um Basically, the police became more suspicious. Obviously, um, they had been interviewing the West kids um, on the basis of the kind of child abuse. Um, and whilst um, I think the daughter's rape case had actually fallen apart, um, their kind of strange interviews about kind of, you know, how they might be buried under the patio like Heather... Um, obviously Heather wasn't there, um, the disappearance of Heather, where is Heather, where are some of these older kids like Charmaine, etc, etc, where's Catherine, stuff like that, um, the police became more and more suspicious, um, this is when they were able to get a search warrant to have the property dug up, so Fred actually ended up confessing to Heather's murder, um, whilst in police custody this is when kind of the human remains started appearing obviously police were finding them um and fred actually confessed to committing murders alone which wasn't actually true um he only said it to protect her but after a while the police started finding um you know and anna mcfall's body charmaine's body um because fred had actually told them where they were buried and he literally started confessing to some of his murders and on this basis um rosemary had actually stopped talking to her husband um because you know she wanted to protect herself for whatever reason um and he was charged with 12 counts of murders um but he actually ended up hanging himself in his prison cell so um obviously rosemary who was still alive rose whatever um she was put on trial um for rape and and for murder as well she obviously didn't confess to any of the murders unlike fred who you know obviously once in police custody decided to tell them everything um but you know the evidence obviously was largely circumstantial obviously she didn't you know confess to it but i think 
it is pretty evident that she did have a huge role in a majority of the murders um as she was you know probably present for quite a few of them and it wasn't fred just acting alone um so apparently janet leach was an important witness um who could link rose um to the murders and said that she was involved in the murders even in killing Charmaine West and Shirley Robinson this meant in 1995 Rose was found guilty of 10 murders and sentenced to life in prison um so she will not be released anytime or at least in this lifetime um but I think while she was in the women's prison she actually became really good friends with it's kind of creepy like but she became really good friends with um Myra Hindley who was also a very horrid kind of murderer um like she also committed murders Myra Hindley also committed murders like um with this guy like I'm pretty sure I want to say I don't want to get it wrong um I'm pretty sure it's the more murderers okay I'm no Ian Brandy and Myra Hindley yeah so oh like two really famous female serial killers become friends like how fucked up is that like oh yeah you committed this many murders I committed 10 times more murders than you oh you did like this oh no girl like let me tell you how to commit murders like what that's so fucked up that's so fucked up oh my god but yeah freaky that's so weird like it's like obviously like you don't expect them to get on well with other people but they became like really like best friends anyway so so basically my opinion is that regardless of anyone's kind of nature whether they you know have obviously both of them suffered abuse obviously you know um there were kind of instances where you could argue that that their past potentially contributed to their behaviours as a murderer. You could argue that, like, very successfully. Um, obviously, their traumatic upbringing and childhood and this and that, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, I think just to, like, have over you know over 10 victims that the police knew of um and you know kill especially women i think um all their kind of targets were women um kill torture rape women in such a horrific manner does not you know like it doesn't give them like they don't get the right to do that 
because of their past they don't get the right to do that because of their upbringing and the other thing is like um I know people you know obviously people have like defenses and um like psychiatric defenses and I think you know obviously that's very great but I think especially in this case um where um you know their kind of horrid upbringing is not an excuse to commit murder their kind of um suffering and abuse isn't you know an excuse and I think that fair enough like their moral compass is different like they didn't feel that guilty or remorseful about the people they killed um you know and tortured and what you know whatever they didn't feel guilty about that but I think socially like the fact that you are um burying their bodies and going to you know extreme kind of lengths like I'm pretty sure um you know Fred um was always doing kind of home renovations to kind of conceal the fact that he was burying the bodies and stuff so the fact that they've gone to that kind of extreme lengths to kind of cover up their crimes like fair enough morally you don't think it's a moral kind of um like you don't think it's morally bad because you don't have a conscience or whatever um but like socially social norms um like socially you know that what you've done is bad um and the fact that you're trying to hide it from you know like police you know the authority whatever kind of shows that you know whether you don't think it's morally bad but like obviously socially you know it's bad and the fact that um the police would come after you and you would obviously be held guilty so basically I don't think that you know as horrible as their childhoods were I don't think it gives them like an excuse to, you know, have, like, committed these horrific incidents, and I think that their victims, you know, had to suffer so much, and that, you know, there was a very, you know, that, that's a long period, that's, like, two decades between, you know, these victims being found, and them being caught for their crimes, but obviously you didn't have, like, social media, and the kind of stuff like that, where, um, it is kind of easy to, you know, alert people if someone's gone missing or, you know, if that is kind of someone who is kind of predatory or whatever, it's more easier to be aware of kind of people and, you know, be more interconnected. But at the time, obviously people weren't as aware of of them and their um crimes and killings went fairly unnoticed um and their list of victims increased and it's kind of it's just a bit weird and it's kind of horrid to have to think that people actually went through that but obviously they did and obviously you know, the end result was that Fred obviously killed himself, um, 
for whatever reason but obviously Rosemary ended up being convicted for the crimes um and we'll never see the light of day um again but I think their whole relationship of like a kind of serial killer couple is just really weird and I think it's kind of scary I think it's scary that there are people like that and that people like that are so similar and so compatible but like for all the wrong reasons like it wasn't even one of them was kind of you know a murderer it was like both of them really kind of got whatever thrill and enjoyment out of it um and that's kind of frightening to know that there are people like that and you know they probably um won't be you know the last people like that is kind of frightening and kind of has a whole other word to it other than soulmates um like it should be creepy and weird to be honest and I think that is so odd how like like there are such messed up people out there that like can actually you know commit crimes and then like just have the like remains in their house and just like go on about their day like normal and like you know to the unsuspecting stranger they seem pretty normal like you know they lived in a you know average kind of you know street and you know an average house and kind of they were like the normal family next door and it's just like just imagine being their neighbor at that time and like all these kind of you know after all these years you think "Mm, they're a bit odd or weird or whatever or they have a lot of kids or whatever um and then one day like the police just start like looking and like they keep finding things and it's just it's just a bit peculiar and it's just a bit you know just a bit irk just makes me feel a bit ugh like you can't even like you can't even pretend that people like that don't exist because there are probably people like that you know um around now but it's just weird oh I don't know I just think it like it's just a bit um yeah it's just a bit ugh and I don't know I don't know it just makes me feel a bit queasy like just to think about that um anyway I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um it was a bit different I don't know if I'm gonna do one of these again I don't know um I thought I'd do today's one just to do something different but it makes me feel a bit sick just kind of oh it gives me the like it gives me the ick kind of like just there's people like that like like I don't know 
yeah it just gives me the ick um anyway i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um and it wasn't too odd creepy weird um and i will be back next week bye guys